Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokus. Okay, hi guys, uh, I'm back and uh, I'm ready to answer a question as best I can. And this question came from one of the members of our group and they were asking about guides and spirit guides. And this seems to be a really massive issue because... There's a lot of people who are desperate to meet their guides and there's a lot of people who don't believe in guides and there's a few people who will just accept anything. And one of the, the, the question that was put to me was basically um, how dangerous is working with guides? And uh, there seems to be a, a, a never-ending amount of mediums and uh, people that are developing that will just accept anybody and is there any dangers to it? And, you know, what I want to basically put out there is that there is, of course. I mean, you hear in so many, you know, in many cases uh, back in even times past with, with other historical mediums and, you know, they will mention time and time again of imposter spirits. You know, we have Alex Kardec who spoke about imposter spirits. We have the Imperator Band who have, who have talked about the dangers of spirits and the problem that we have is people are so desperate to speak to their guides. I give you a little bit of an analogy. It's like when you were a kid, and when you're a kid, your mum tells you not to speak to strangers because there's a danger in that. You know, we we know in 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 this realm of many children that were abducted because they were they spoke to strangers or strangers approached them, and you have this old you know stranger danger type thing, but. It's kind of, you know, there's a bit of a danger there in, in mediumship because I know, and, and many of my colleagues know, that a lot of people are too willing and too ready to just accept anybody as a guide. The minute that they sit in meditation, they see someone in meditation or they see an image of, of a person or of a deity or of somebody and a lot of the times you're conjuring this up through your own ego or through your own mind from your own desires, your desperation to have a guide. And so many people are actually so desperate to meet their guides that they'll almost do anything to try and to try and make that happen. And in this talk, I'm not going to teach how to actually meet with your guide. That's in another lesson. What I'm going to teach about is is not to just accept anything and anybody as your guide. One of the things that I teach to, to students and one of the things that I talk to everyone about, even people that come to me for sittings and they ask me about guides, there isn't really a necessity for you to actually know who your guide is because at the end of the day, you're developing your own spirit, you're developing your own soul, you're developing your wisdom and you're utilizing your divine power, your divine knowledge and intuition. And that is enough to guide you in a normal life. Why would we want to, to recognize our guides? If we decide that we're taking more of a spiritual path, if we decide that we're developing mediumship, or we are working more in a, a, a spirit context, then we may want to develop that relationship because they'll work with us on a deeper level. But you don't just accept anybody. And there's, there's, there's a lot of people that will go into meditation or they'll go into groups and whoever they think they are having as a guide, 
they instantly accept them. Here's where the danger lies. If you put out an intention that you want to meet with a guide or you put out an intention that you are communicating with spirit and you're open to receiving a guide, again, and, and I spoke, I had a, a great uh, radio show today, a podcast show today with a friend of mine, Gavin, and we spoke about this. And, you know, you put out an intention, you're putting out an intention there to, to communicate with those on the other side. And your vibration is not often what you think your vibration is at. And one of the things that I've made sure of that if I, de I develop a relationship with my guides over a very, very long time and I learn to trust them and I learn to build my divinity, my divine authority and I feel I, my discernment becomes stronger and stronger. And I know if that person is who they say they are. And I also ask for evidence. And a lot of people don't even ask for evidence for their guides. And then when they do get evidence, it's normally something that, that is so innocuous that it could fit anywhere. You see, there is a danger. There's a very real danger of your desperation putting out an intention to reach out to guides and you may get you're not, you mean, you know, you're not necessarily going to get, you know, demonic entities that are going to start to you know, attract to you. There's a, a spiritual law that goes with that. There's a modus operandi that happens with that. But it could happen. I mean, you, it, it could, a very long show. I mean, it could happen. You, you could end up attracting something really uh, uh, malevolent. But nine times out of ten, when, when people are, are reaching out and trying to communicate with guides, Oftentimes, you know, you can be misled by imposter spirits or grounded entities, grounded spirits who just want to have a bit of fun with you. And they can see, they can see from your energy, they can see from your aura, you're giving out the signals that you want to communicate. And they will almost read what, you, what you're putting out there and they will essentially give you what you want. That can start a relationship that, that can become very dangerous. And I know people have approached me in the past and they've said that, you know, I thought I was developing a relationship with my guide, but it's changed. And this relationship doesn't feel the same. It was, it, you know, it, it, there's more negative thoughts that are coming to me. There's more worries and concerns. And I'm feeling things that I ought to not feel or I'm I'm I feel as if I'm compelled to do things or to to react in ways that I would not normally do. That's that's one of the you know that's that's quite a a warning bell there. Yes, I mean there's times where we're developing as mediums or we're developing spiritually we don't have to develop mediumship to be able to work with guides, but we're developing healing or we're developing ourselves spiritually and we want to have a communication uh, or we want to have a relationship with that that spirit on the other side because we're assigned a guide you know from the day that we incarnate on this earth but it, there's not a it's not a necessity for you to know your guide because you you'll still develop in the same way that you want to develop it depends on the circumstances and the reasons behind it and a lot of people and there's a lot of danger of guide worship where you tend to then forget reality of of divinity within you and you know going to god first and you know, building your relationship up with the divine that way, and tend to then go into this guide worship. And the other thing is, is that you know, your guide doesn't have to be a Native American Indian. It doesn't have to be someone famous, and it's not going to be Jesus Christ or somebody like this. You know, your guide could be little Joe from down the street, who's who's you know passed many, 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 many years ago and was, was spiritually evolved. So, you know, the, the thing is, is that we, you know, our desires often 
fulfill what we are hoping for. And so sometimes even the guides on the other side are not actually, you know, Native Americans, but, you know, they'll allow you to feel that if indeed that's what you're going to be comfortable with, or that's a deity, that, you know, that's a, a, an idea or a concept that you're comfortable with. But there is a danger, and, and I would say, you know, if you're, you're going to try and develop relationships with your guide, then don't just accept anything. And there's so many mediums that do. They'll sit in circle and they'll, they'll get a meditation and, have, and they're so excited about seeing a Native American. They're so excited about, or, or about seeing these guides. And that's it. They accept that spirit blindly and, un, and unrationally. And basically that can be a developing relationship, not over days, not over weeks, but over years. And slowly, 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 things can start to change in your life that you, they're so subtle, you might not even notice them. And you don't think that you're actually being influenced by a, a spirit on the other side. And God forbid that, that it should actually be a malevolent force that, that is that is trying to control you, subjugate you, or you know, look at obsessing you, and you can tell this in your, you can tell this as you develop more discernment. You start to you know you start to feel energies and feelings and emotions intuitive. Uh, signals that you, that are warning warning bells that you would not necessarily have developed hadn't you started to develop your your discernment and your relationship with uh, with spirit. So it's it's brilliant to work with spirit guides. It's it's great to do that, but only in the right way. And one of the things that I've always said is that we should essentially test our guides and keep testing our guides because you know. They don't own us, we don't own them, they still have their own will, they have a job to do. But if, you know, you are putting out the wrong vibration, you could attract the wrong vibration back or the wrong spirit back and they can start to develop a relationship with you over a long time. Now, if you have had a negative experience with someone that has purported to be a guide or you have been sitting in a circle and had negative experiences that way, then let me know about it. Let me know in the comments below uh, or contact me privately um, through my website and uh, there'll be another form and link that I'll put below that you can, you can actually fill in a form uh, confidentially to communicate your experience and, and get a little bit of help uh, from that and understanding. So, you know, whilst it's, you know, guides seem to be, uh, especially in the New Age movement, the guides seem to be the thing that everybody wants to have a relationship with. It is not necessary for you to have a relationship with a guide in order to develop yourself spiritually and uh, to develop your discernment and to develop your mediumship abilities, your mediumship capacity. They are there to help you in your communication. They're there to help you in your development. But you have to make sure that you are attracting the right guide. There, you know, there are so many mediums that say, you know, I, I've never had a problem. I, I've never had a bad guide or, or I don't believe in it. You know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. It doesn't stop the existence of an evil force. It doesn't stop the existence of bad spirits, whether you believe it. And sometimes when you think, well, I say a prayer and I'm protected, your vibration may be saying something different. So it's important that you're continually working on yourself on a regular basis every day. You're working to develop your discernment. You're working to develop uh, your own internal power and you're working to you know, recognize uh, your thought processes and you're trying to keep as positive as, as you possibly can. You're 
your how you speak to people, how you relate with people, how you relate to, to your, your thoughts as well. You know, you're recognizing the difference, those subtle differences, those subtle changes in that vibration. It's wonderful to develop a relationship with a guide. I did, uh, I developed a relationship with, with a couple of guides, but it, it's taken a very, very long time. And even to this day, I still test them and other mediums may, may not. And they just accept it, you know, blindly, which I think is, is very silly. Because we've had guides on the other side that are wrong. I mean, you look at Red Cloud uh, years ago when, when Red Cloud came through in a seance and said that World War II wouldn't start and lo and behold, it, it started. You know, and we have Edgar Casey who warns us about imposter spirits and warns us about demonic entities. You know, it's, it's there even before religion in Mesopotamia times, Sumerian times. There's, there's ex, you know, we, we have history that goes back way beyond way beyond religion. So it's not a religious thing. So, you know, whether you believe in evil or not doesn't stop it existing. Whether you believe in demons or not, they believe in you. So it, it doesn't really matter. What I would suggest is that you just take some precaution. You, you know, you work on yourself and your awareness and you work on developing your inner power. You work on developing your, your spirit. You work on your developing your vibration and your harmony and every single way that you react to everything. Thoughts, people, how even when you're reading, what you're reading, what are you taking in? What are you consuming? starting to recognize the change in the vibrations and that helps with your discernment and by all means you know develop a relationship with a guide and i will do this in another lesson i will teach you how to recognize and work with your guides and and how to do it properly over a long period of time rather than just sitting in a circle and accepting the first the first image or the first vibration that comes to you believe you me there can be guides out there and i have you know, I know for a fact in, in certain uh, certain aspects that there is guides that are purporting to be guides of the light, and they're not. And um, it slowly, slowly, slowly starts to take shape over uh, you know a, a period of time. And as I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be demonic. It can be a grounded spirit. It could be, you know. Uh, spirits who are, who, are, who are not crossing over to the light but are still mischievous, still have a negative vibration and you know whilst we have the spiritual law of like attracts like you've got to be aware of your, your vibration all the time and, and that's another lesson that I'm going to talk about because there is a caveat in, in that and I'll be bringing that up in, a, in another, another video. So if you have a question about guides, if you understand the importance of developing the relationship in the right way then let me know what you think. Let me know if you think someone that you know is is just taking anybody and everybody as a guide. And sometimes you, you'll also recognize that some people who choose their guides or work with their guides, they can't live their own life. They, they, they're continually asking their guide everything, you know? Should I turn left? Should I turn right? Should I buy, should I buy these potatoes at the grocery store? Should I do that? That means you have no responsibility in your life. Your guide is not there to give you answers to every single thing. Not there to tell you what to eat. Not there to actually interfere with your own will. So, don't have guide worship. They're there to do a job. Even when I do, you know, years ago, I, I, I was, you know, when I was doing uh, regular sittings, I would kind of have arguments with my guide. I had arguments with my team. My wife does, my wife does as well. And, and I would kind of demand 
certain things, you know, and I learned my lessons over the years, you know, I, I learned to develop my relationship and, and, I, and I was taught lessons as well and, you know, just take it from me, just take whatever knowledge or wisdom that I've shared, even if it's only a couple of things that will help you in your path, then please do that, but don't just accept anybody. You know, think about the analogy of, of the danger. You know, it's, it's like a kid, you say, don't touch that fire, and they touch the fire, and they find out very quickly that the reason they were told not to touch the fire is because they'll get burned. Don't accept sweets from strangers. You wouldn't leave your door open willy-nilly for anybody to come in. It's the same with the self. It's the same with your spirit. You have to take security precautions there as well. You have to, even if you're, you, you know, you think you're a, a vibration. There has been many saintly people and very highly developed spiritual people that have experienced negative experiences from the other side. So it's not all about, as I said in Deadly Departed, it is not all about um, the Gucci handbag syndrome. It's the coolest thing to do. Have a guide, develop a guide in, and live your life by the guide. You don't do that. And mediums shouldn't just accept anyone as a guide and you shouldn't. Don't accept sweeps from strangers. That's what I'll say. If you uh, have got a, a question, as I said before, then just put the comments down. Make sure you like the video and make sure you subscribe. And um, uh, ask any questions at all. If you want to go deeper with this, then I'm very open to do that. Guys, have a wonderful day and I shall be back very soon with more answers to questions that come in. God bless. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Brokas. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.